Broadcasting from the media epicenter of the world. Tell me a tale, it's the cocktail hour. I said, tell me a tale, it's the cocktail hour. Well, I said, tell me a tale, it's the cocktail hour. You better tell me a tale, because it's the cocktail hour. December 4th, 2021. Here we are on episode 94. Welcome back to the cocktail hour, listener. How are you guys doing? Hope we didn't lose him to the COVID Omicron or whatever, or Omicron or whatever that is. No, I, you know what? Our nut, strangely enough, even though we've done like two podcasts in the past two months, our numbers go up. <laughs> they uh, the, go up because they want us to not go on the air. The, the, the bots uh, don't know to stop pinging our. <laughs> website address i guess uh, i missed you guys i'm, I'm glad we're yeah, back man we're back we're back in the groove we should be able to do a, a few in the row over uh no yeah. actually we can't i'm gonna be out of town <laughs> <laughs> again yeah I'm going to, do you why did you why do you have a house here i you know just to make money just to rent out well, to strangers no he does it because all criminals have a have a safe house they have to go to when they do a job right and then they come yeah. back mm. and they count their, you know. Oh, it's their, like the opposite their, of the of the federal uh, witness protection program. It's the pretend to be a regular guy program. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're in if you're in the witness protection, you're doing they're really doing a shitty job of you because I mean you're just you know you're all over the place. We know exactly where you are. You know you can't hide. Yeah, but you, but fortunately, because we do such a good job of uh, keeping our anonymity on this podcast, they have no idea who I am. <laughs> no one would ever figure that out. You're John of John Kelly and Danny. Yeah, yeah. How many John <laughs> Kelly and Danny's are out there? Yikes! Oh, you know, speaking of speaking of crime, uh oh, I'll, I'll tell you a weird story from last night. So my wife and I go to the ninety nine cent store like you do, and um, which is actually a dollar three now. It's every it's it, it just it ends at ninety nine cents. So it's like fourteen ninety nine, four ninety nine. You know, <laughs> that's, that's that's a whole different ripoff. But so yeah. this guy came in the store. We were kind of in the middle of the store and I saw this man come in and he was really unusual because he had nothing but face tattoos, like a white guy with like LA Dodgers and some numbers and things like that on his face. And I'm like, wow, this guy is freaky. And we kind of, we kind of locked eyes in the 99 cent store. He was at the front. I was kind of in the middle. And then I, you know, was kind of walking to the back and then I saw him again and he was kind of following me in the, in the aisle I was in like the, the notebooks and crayons aisle and my wife was looking at some something for her teaching her class or whatever and this guy walks right next to me and goes oh excuse me sir and I'm like all right you know he went by and that was it then when we checked out there was a an employee who had oddly enough had a mohawk and he was like yeah that guy was he was brandishing a knife and I ran him off and everybody be careful go into your cars and he was like you know helping ladies go to their cars and make sure they weren't killed by this guy. And so it was a guy with facial tattoos was waving a knife around inside uh, the 99. Did anyone call the cops? They were, they were going to call the cops, but it's like, you know, he, the guy took off. So I thought, well, there you uh, go. I think the, <laughs> wow. the, all the criminals from our, our neighboring town to the, to the West leak over into our little sunny. Hmm. But hmm. he did not brandish a knife to you. He just said he did. No, he did. Yeah, he didn't do anything. But he. But I. I wondered like if I had just been in the aisle by myself and and my wife wasn't there with me. Would 
you know, would one person have gotten brandished upon? But the right. dude, yeah, the dude had like, it wasn't like cool, well done tattoos. It was like, you know, ballpoint pen, ink, and prison kind of tattoos. And really mm. unfortunate. It's like he'll have a hard time finding a, a, a good paying job later, this guy. Mm. So that was my was my brush with death last night. There you go. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to home. Well, you know, and that's interesting. Like as I traveled America, starting my campaign for president 2024, uh, when I ran into people, the one thing they said was how terrible California was. They had they had seen it on Fox News and California was, you know, we have the worst governor in the world and uh, we're inviting homeless people and taxes and everything's so terrible. And I was kind of like, oh, you know, it's I, I don't experience that. I think it's, you know, people think for themselves. They're not driven by, you know, outside forces like obviously all you folks are. And um now that I've had a brush with uh, the criminal element, I guess, I guess I'm going to just have to buy an AR-15 and strap it on every time I go to the 99 cent store just to keep America safe. You could. Yeah. yeah I, well, I, I certainly would feel better if you did. I actually, now that I think about it, I'm not really an AR-15 kind of guy. I'm more of a double barrel shotgun kind of fellow, you know, hold it at the hip. What you ought to do is do a musket, one of those that you got to pull out the little <laughs> rod. <laughs> you better run. I got three minutes before yeah. I can shoot another yeah, one. Yeah, really, you really pissed me off. Here in about 10 minutes, you're going to get shot with a ball. Yeah. <laughs> Lead ball. Yeah. Yeah. You know, had, the, go ahead. Go ahead, Cal. I was going to say, we had an interesting thing happen last night about four in the morning from a non directional thing of, of a. Of like a CO detector or a or a smoke detector was going, just kept going and going, right? At four in the morning from one of our neighbors' houses. And so we went outside and listened and yeah, sure as shit, man. And you know, could be somebody away from home and it and it, they've got a CO league or whatever. So we didn't know what to do. So we called the police and they put us through to the fire department. So at 4:15 in the morning, I was standing in my backyard with four firefighters listening to this. <laughs> Anyway, were they what, hot? Well, what then happened? I had breakfast this morning. They're always hot. The firemen, were they hot? I mean, not, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just want to get an image. It's a big picture of you. Mustache, yeah. you. I'll be thinking about I'll be thinking about that for a while. Probably. Exactly. You and the four firemen in that beautiful oak tree. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing better looking in that. That's a postcard. Hey, John, I got a question. So when you when you're when you're traveling the, the country of America and people are saying, you know, you got a shitty, you know, kind of yeah. state and all that. Do you ever ask them going, let me ask you, where do you think would be the best place other than here? Because obviously you think this is great wherever it is in, you know, Louisiana, Georgia. Mm -hmm. See, what, and why would that be better than where I am? Tell me why, you know, because I want to know, because maybe you want to up and move. Did they, I, you, you know, ever ask them? Uh, hundred percent of the time they say where they are is pretty great. It doesn't matter where, they, it doesn't matter where they are. That place is great. And they don't, you know, they've not been to California. They haven't spent any time, you know, heaven forbid, if it's a relative of mine that they would come visit, you know, nobody ever does, but uh, it, you know, it's just the, the media. What I, what I tended to do was, and this didn't happen, but I was ready. Like some guy comes up to me in a Texas grocery store or, a, you know, Florida Hobby Lobby and, and says something like, why are you wearing a mask? I can tell your car is from California. Go back to where you came from or whatever. I was ready to say, hey, do you know anything about me, mister? Or are you just being an asshole? 
because that's mm. that's what it boils down to. If you've got some kind of comment to say to me as a stranger. Now, if you said it to me and you know me, you're you're probably right because I am an <laughs> asshole. But if you <laughs> said, oh, you know, like last year when we were there, somebody drove by, you know, it was like a hot Trump time. And uh, somebody said, you know, California, go back where you came from, that kind of thing. But nobody said really? that this year. I mean, there were there was one percent of the Trump signs that we saw last year you know just really yeah they're just like you know a few of them kind of just rusting on a fence kind of thing and you know people had uh when we were we were coming back through texas um on our way to el paso there was a guy that had a had a big pickup truck had you know trump 2020 sticker on it but he had this um really great window decal on the back of his the cab of his pickup and it said fuck joe and the hoe but the word fuck was made out of like uh two ar-15s some uh a cup a pair of six guns and a like a you know a pair of uh nine millimeter guns i mean it was just it was just the manliest thing i ever saw and i saw the guy in this it was in a little barbecue restaurant it was you know it was okay and he was there with his wife and i actually held the door for him when they when they came in things like that they seem let's think they seem like americans you know just normal people and i i believe that these folks have always been out there that's just now there's a platform to order whatever kind of sign you want <laughs> off amazon and you can just yeah. wave it around whatever yeah yeah we we have not done a good job on the left of making up really terrible signs ourselves i mean that's, that's we're, we're missing huh. a trick there. you know i mean we'll to, to be able can... to buy yeah fuck joe and the hoe you know we should be able to find some other you know anti-trump sign i love the trump lost lol flag that's right I'm that's good I'm not going to get it and wave it, but it's it's a good one. Trump lost LOL flag. Yeah, yeah. It's like it looks like you know Trump 2020, but it says Trump lost LOL. You know, ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's better to just uh, put all that aside. And um, I think there's a big share of of Trumpers here where we live. Oh yeah, our town yeah. is uh, our town is oddly blue collar for uh, for yeah. California, but you know. That's, maybe that's what makes it great. Maybe. I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering when the new line of Trump signs are going to come out because you know maybe that's why you didn't see so many because they're all waiting for him to say I'm going to run in 2024. I, you know, I read he's not going to run because he's afraid. He's afraid of losing. So it's a lot better to just bitch and complain from the sidelines. And if he puts his yeah. name out there, people will be like, "Oh, we're not. We had plenty of that." Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting. Comment. I also read something that he wore lifts in his shoes, and that's why when he walked down a ramp, because he's he's a pretty tall guy, yeah, and like like six four maybe, but he also he wears lifts to be taller than other people, and so that's why when he would walk down the ramp from Marine One or something like that, it was like, what the hell's the matter with him? Well, he's he's wearing high heels, so oh, well, that explains. Hmm. So what are so uh, other things on the trip? What what what's the takeaway? Yeah. Oh, I, I've got to tell you something. I was thinking mm. of you, right? Mm. Um, because you know, I know that you you know you like to fish, and you're, you're, that that's probably what you did a lot in Florida. I'm I'm assuming. Oh yeah. Um, but so you know, I, I I've been talking about you know wanting to go to Portugal either to check it out, to live, or just you know check it out. Mm. 
vacation. So I've been doing a lot of research. So, you know, you type on the internet, you get it. So I've been bombarded with, um, you know, uh, information on Portugal, everything, you know, what the, the food, you know, all kinds of stuff. So one day I was going and there was all these things that would pop up or I'd get emails, you know, best places to retire, but you know, best beaches, best small towns, whatever. One of the things that popped up was the best nude beaches in Portugal. Hmm. Well, hmm. like you, you cannot look at that. You got it. Yeah. You got to do the research. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, I took my laptop in the other room. So, so the, so the wife and kitties didn't see me looking at nude beaches. Then you, in then you type, then you add in over 70 to the end. of, of This was search. in an AARP uh, <laughs> exactly. magazine. Well, you know, Saggy beach. Yeah, actually, you know, and they, they, they didn't have photos, which, you know, they had photos of the beach, but you've seen one beach, you've seen them all. So, but anyway, I was talking, I was reading all this about the nude beaches and why and what's going on and all that, but they actually talked about, and if you like to fish, this is also a wonderful place. Hmm. And I'm thinking, there you go, John, nude fishing. And I'm thinking, this has got everything Ooh, you can watch it. Watch out when you're casting. <laughs> Well, you don't, you know, you got to be a professional. You got to have some experience, you know, being nude and fishing. Right. But I did think, I said, John, this is, would you come visit me in, in, in Portugal? If I found this a nice nude fishing <laughs> if were, beach, if you were on a nude beach, I would be on the next plane out. <laughs> okay. Let me put that down as one. No, on the nude beach visitor. Okay? No, no, I'm, I no, I'm it, no, <laughs> seriously. I'm, you know, it's funny. You mentioned nude beaches. Cause I'm going to <laughs> Florida after Christmas, because my my nephew got got married and they're having a big party, so we got to go to that. But um, we were looking for places to stay. So, you know, it's right after Christmas and it's kind of expensive there. And then, you know, the few days after Christmas, prices kind of drop. So we're going to stay in two different places. And my wife was looking at, you know, oh, do we have to stay in town in Tampa? Could we go kind of the beach? So she found this beach place, and you look at the pictures of this, some kind of resort, I forget what it's called. You look at the pictures and they're, and they're weird. They're like, a, you know, kind of an airbrushed sign of a man and a woman standing in silhouette in the sunset. And I'm like, that's, is that a, is that a nude resort? And then you click through more pictures and it's, and it's like the phone number is, you know, 1-800-NUDE-RESORT, that kind of thing. And of, of course they don't have any pictures of anybody naked, but every, you know, average age is 75, that kind of thing. And they said, yeah, this this place, (laughs) the reviews were, this place is pretty good, but it's kind of tired and has a lot of swingers. And if you really want something good, go to Caliente resort. So of course we clicked on what, (laughs) where is Caliente resort? You know, this could be a hell of a wedding trip, but, um, no, my wife said that she found, I fell asleep while she's looking, but she said she found some, pictures of like people in the pool but they had strategically covered up body parts for the you know photos and it was weird it was like senior citizens and college students in the same swim pool and i thought huh mm. that's, that's very interesting yeah i understand the appeal for one group but well the thing it. about the college kids right like nobody can buy a house whatever what does that have to do with a nude beach hook up with some old folks and just live in their houses drive their mercedes and stuff like this it's a lifestyle thing man here i am i'm young and beautiful you can look at me at the nude beach and then you know the rest of the time i you know i'm just kind of living in your giant mansion 
Somewhere. Oh, so it's a sugar daddy, sugar mama, sugar couple, sugar couple. Yeah. Uh, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be sex related, but you know, it's true. You just be naked I think you're, you're going to have to put out. Yeah. Because if they can get somebody, young person who doesn't put out and charge them 4,000 bucks a month for rent and you're sitting there going, I'm not going to do anything. Who are you going to choose? That's yeah. true. That's that's yeah. You know what? You're right. See, but, I'm worried. That if I go to one of those places, they're going to ask me. They're going to ask me. They're going, hey, uh, you, uh, old feller, can you do me a favor? Could you go to the buffet and get me some mac and cheese? You know, something like that. They're going to ask me to leave, right? Get us, go get us some ice. <laughs> yeah. Can you go to the I buffet? Wonder, yeah, exactly. I wonder when you're when you're checking in, do you just walk up to the front desk and drop your britches to the floor and say, "I'm here to check in"? Maybe. And then, and then they, I've been and, waiting to free this all day. And they, by the looks of you, they go, oh, we want to put you way in the back or we're going to put you on the third floor and it's a walk up. <laughs> you know, but the, but the missus, she can go right yeah. to the, you know, right yeah. to the, the poolside. The, the poolside right this way, picture ma'am. window room. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's my luck. That's the I name of the Go what? ahead. What's that's the name, the name of, the, of the, res- the name of the resort? Right this way, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about nude beaches when I was looking at Portugal. It just popped up. That is so, you know. It's well, just... aren't all beaches in in kind of sensible Europe? Aren't all beaches topless beaches anyway? I mean, I I don't know. I didn't. I mean, even... you go to you go to France and stuff. They're in Italy, right? They're all topless. I'm assuming. And it's just I, I don't it's know. because we're children. We're like, ooh, look, boobs. But they're like fine. It's no big deal. Yeah, I didn't know that. That I've been to the beach in France, and and you're kind of a weirdo for wearing a top. Well, all right then. I won't wear my top. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just a funny image. Everybody's wearing a mask and no clothes. Hi, <laughs> who are you again? Oh yeah, the mole. Yeah, <laughs> I was in Key West one time, and it was just a regular beach, and had a little a little bar kind of in the background. And there was a guy there who was old and bald and hairless and wearing a gold lame kind of Borat bathing suit, you know, the kind of goes over your shoulders and just holds oh, your yeah. dick and a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and he was he was wearing that and a giant straw hat. And you could see everything. I mean, it was just, there was fabric on him, but it w- didn't leave anything to the imagination. And he was just You boldly, took a picture of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, can't find it now. But yeah, so we were there and he was just talking to people, you know, young women at the bar and being friendly. And of course, they're talking to him because there's this old you know, sunburned olive <laughs> wearing a cold bathing suit. And I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's really what the beach should be about. You should be able to wear whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Here I am yeah. wearing these, wearing these long shorts, not getting nearly enough sun above my knees. You know, that's, I'm missing something there. <laughs> what if you, I mean, what if you get into that? That's that's what, what if you really go to those nude beaches and you say, this is kind of fun. I like this. People are nice. And I'm not because they got lots of boobs or whatever. You just, this is just some sort of liberation thing. And then you're going every day. You're just going down there and Hey, how you doing? I'm from, you know, I'm from California. Where are you from? Oh, we, you know, or, and the, and the older you are, the safer you are, you know, I guess an accidental boner. <laughs> do you think, yeah, do you think that's, that's kind of seen as a faux pas? I mean, if you were just walking around yeah, with a raging I would think that erection, would they would be like, oh, wow. Ugh. Or would I they be like, so. oh, that's, that's just your, you know, like, oh, Viagra hadn't worn off yet. Sorry. I did a, <laughs> I did a Cialis Viagra cocktail and, uh, you know, I got about another six hours. So, 
Drinks on I, me. I think it would be looked down at. I think. Yeah. yeah call, <laughs> call us silly. I think, I think they may say that's no. You know, why didn't you bring your AK? You know, uh, I don't know. I just, I just never, I, you know, didn't dawn Nude on gun lovers for Trump. Ooh. Love. Yeah. That's an image. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll need a flag to call over. That may, be, that. that may be the name of today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, yeah. And by the way, these beaches, too, you know, from what I could tell, of course, maybe this is all of Europe, since I'm not the world travel that some of you are. Mm-hmm. I They're gorgeous. I mean, the water is just so blue and the white beaches and all this stuff. And then, you know, throw some nakedity on that. You got yourself a vacation. I'm telling how long, you. How long do you think it would take you to learn Portuguese once you retire there? Long time. I think because I'm old and, you know, and I don't. I don't know. I mean, you. You get to the point of like, you know, day four, you got to say, hey, where can I get some damn coffee? Right, you'll be you'll be you'll be Googling translate that. Well, that's I true. You can do that. Yeah. And that's what I was our friend who was wanting to go with us said the same thing. She's like, you know, Google, you know, she's traveled a lot. And she says Google Translate really makes it a lot easier. And also, too, from what I've on my research, Portugal, especially on the coast, all the way up, you know, all the way from the Atlantic to the Mediterranean. They do have a fairly large population that speaks English because they learn it. But the more you go in, and I was talking to Dave, who's been on this podcast, and he's been to Portugal three or four times. He said, yeah, he says, you won't have really a hard time. He goes, but if you do go inland a little bit to the smaller farming areas and stuff, you're going to find people that don't speak English. So you're going to have to have some sort of understanding or, or, you know, certainly you're going to have to be able to, you have to be able to read the road signs. Otherwise, how do you know whether to take left or right? Yeah. No parking. You, you got to figure that Google, stuff out. Google maps, just everything else. Of course, they probably don't have Wi-Fi there or they probably don't have towers. Well, I don't know. No, they know Europe. Europe has, has really nice uh, internet stuff. No problem. Yeah, They there. probably do different, yeah. different providers. You, you just, you know, going to have uh, yeah. their cell service is good. Oh yeah. They got, they, they have, they beat us when it comes to, Internet, everything, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they beat us everything. Nude beaches, healthcare. You know, I. You know, when you talk about Portugal, I think about really. I haven't been there, but I think about really delicious fish dishes. Yes, I've been looking at a lot of that. I, I bet mean, you. I bet you they have seafood. Some tasty is, right? Seafood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I guess their wines are pretty good too. Which oh, yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I guess there's Portuguese wine here. I haven't really. Well, that's at, where port comes from, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Port, mm-hmm. Yeah. And port. there's a. Yeah, Spain has great wines. France, yeah. you know, it's kind of all the same latitude, so it should be great. Right. But this, okay. the, when the, you when are you go into Portugal to live forever, um, we we are not going to live forever. We've got to go oh. and check it out first. So we are looking at uh, sometime in March, April. It all depends. And we're mm-hmm. going to go hopefully for 10, 14 days. I mean, if you're going to go that far and Ooh, spend that yeah. kind of money, you know. And I also want to, you know, uh, like I said, our friend we were talking and who's going with us, uh, she said. Cause I said, well, I gotta, I gotta get my international driver's license. Cause I want to rent a car. And she said, why do you want to rent a car? I said, well, what if I want to go some, she goes, the train system there, you know, and getting around is so easy. Right. And I go, and she goes, if you get well, there, you know you just- what I tell you, I tell you what I, when we went to Italy, I got right. my international driver's license, which takes about two minutes and doesn't mean anything. And <laughs> right. I rented a car and drove from Florence, Italy into fucking downtown Rome. I got my Boy Scout badge in Italian car driving. And when you complete it, which you will, you will be successful driving in Europe. You feel like you have accomplished something. So I'm going to say, I want you to get your international driver's license and rent a car. Don't, you don't have to rent it for the whole time, but drive somewhere. 
you know, they okay. drive on the right side of the road. You know, it's not like you're going to England and right. doing something crazy, but yeah, you, you'd be fine. You're a, you're a competent driver and the car will be about four feet long and three feet wide with a seven horsepower motor. <laughs> you know, we, you can't do any damage with that. Is it a four speed or a five speed or is it don't just go to two speed? <laughs> you know, the one I rented was like one of those, one of those little Fiat's. Yeah, the, that they that you see out here, the little tiny with a Briggs and Stratton engine. Yeah, oh yeah, if that. I mean, you know, <laughs> people people in regular small cars were just ripping by us on the interstate, and I'm like, this is all I can do. But it yeah. was a. It has you, a tiller you, attachment in case you want to you plow. You want it to be tiny because gas is like four dollars a liter instead of a gallon. Oh so yeah, that's tiller. right. But oh. yeah, you you yeah you. I mean, trains and all that stuff work, but trains get you to. <laughs> The place. If you want to go, you know, look at a castle in the middle of nowhere, you yeah. got to drive. When my wife and her friends went, they rented a Mercedes for the whole time and drove everywhere and tore the shit out of that car. <laughs> they, they busted a tire. They got stuck on a route. They ground the thing against the against the sidewall. You know, just ruined it. So obviously, get, they did get not the get their their Boy Scout merit badge and driving in Europe. No, or no, their no. deposit. <laughs> No, they had a good plan for like, excuse me, sir, could you help us? Yeah, you know, just we're on our way to the nude beach. Can you? Yeah, can you help mm, us? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so that's my plan. So yeah, so I want to uh, go with you. If, if I don't have a job, go. let's just let's shit. Let's just all go. It's what's money. That's right? why I look at. I mean, well, it's also cheap over there. So you know, compared to, I mean, well, getting there is not that cheap. No, it's not that expensive. It's not as bad as I thought it was. Of course, it all depends on when you go and, and what you're going to do. And I was going to do the hotel thing, too. And my friend says, no, 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 no. Why are we doing the hotel thing? We don't want to do that. You got to eat out every meal. Why don't you do the Airbnb? Oh, yeah, there's some good Airbnbs over there. And then, and I'll see, I don't think like that because I'm not like the traveler you are, John. And, you know, Kelly, you've been, you've traveled a lot. So I don't, you know, I don't know what well, that's, you know, that's, maybe that's one of the things we can do in this podcast. You Once you get back from Portugal, we can offer travel advice. And we'll just make we'll make big bucks uh, partnering with Travelocity and Expedia. I haven't done big travel other than Canada. You know, Canada's what are you talking about? It's out. It's outdated. You went to China. I haven't yeah. been to China You've- on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> You've been places. You've been to Europe. I forgot about China. That's right. No, but it's just it's how different things are. Like my mom, for instance, would be lost. She doesn't have a cell phone, you know, all these things, you know, how different it is now compared to. But, you know, you you didn't need that. Like my wife was reading an old postcard that she sent from, you know, Paris and England when she was in college. And it's like we arrived in this town and had nowhere to stay. So we just started walking around and it's like, yeah, you know, there nobody had a cell phone. How did you find Right, like a, 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 an old lady with a room to rent. You just have to ask people, and like yeah. she, right. they, yeah. they took her. They took her to a kill room first, and she's like, "No, I'm not gonna. I'm leaving." <laughs> and then she found a little old lady that let her stay because uh, America had given England um, bombers or destroyers or something during the war, and they wanted to, you know, pay America back by letting her stay. You know, things like that. Like you, yeah, you, you know, remember when you used to walk around with American Express checks? In your pocket, yeah, travelers checks, oh, travelers yeah. checks. Yeah, I remember I that. I yeah, felt I, so wealthy when I had that. I don't know why. Oh, I felt like shit. I'm rich. <laughs> I remember my 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 famous trip in 1978 to uh, New York City. I had a pocket full of damn American Express <laughs> checks. 
and I was patting that pocket every 30 seconds because, you know, they're pickpockets in New York and they were right, they, right. coming after me. Yeah. Yeah. And so we survived. That's oh, I remember mom, that too. My mom did that when she traveled, you know, went to New York and other places, but she, she would, she had money that says it was accessible in her pocket or whatever, but then she also had her cash because she didn't want to leave that in the hotel or whatever. So she had a sack that she made, a little cloth sack, and she pinned it safety pinned it to her underwear so anytime she really wanted to buy something she had to excuse herself to go into the restroom to, to undo her pants and her sack of money that was pinned to her underwear <laughs> <laughs> no no impulse buying there you well know? you know and the, thing, <laughs> and the thing is all of us small town rubes were taught that you were gonna you're gonna die you're gonna get pickpocketed yes. you there's a con man on every corner that's you know whatever and most of the time you go to New York city or somewhere and you come back alive and you're, and you kind of realize huh, no one cared that I was there. Yeah. I wasn't important enough to be a target. Right. Right. And also that every woman standing on a street was a hooker. That, that's what, you know, and I'm like, yeah. wow, they got some really good looking hookers here. They just, oh, she got a fur coat and all this. I thought, wow. Right. You know, but you don't want to talk to them because you don't let, like, you don't want to say a code word that means, you know, I'm going to give you a hundred dollars if you take me, you know, to an alley. Do you, you, know? do you take American Express? <laughs> do, do you have a restroom? <laughs> do, do you have a restroom? I got to pull my mad money out of my underwear. <laughs> you have to write the traveler's check out to a pimp. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do I make it out to sugar? Sugar? <laughs> sugar? Sugar bear. John, earlier you were talking about your wife and friends staying in a kill room. What is a kill room? <laughs> uh, well, it was kind of an over-exaggeration. So she she and a, and a guy that she was traveling with from school got off a train, and there's somebody at the bottom of an escalator like, hey, you want a place to stay? And they're like, yeah, sure. And so they follow this guy, and it was like a really dark, crappy room with straw mattresses and stuff like that. So Gotcha. And a, drain in the, and a drain in the and a drain room. in the floor. So the kill room joke I was going for was like something like Dexter, right? Where it's all plastic okay. sheeting everywhere and you just get okay. murdered and there's no trace that you were ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's but like, it's affordable. Affordable. Yeah. 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 It is affordable. Your last and night if, on earth. You did yeah. not, you're not undoing that. Uh, if you're on a budget cash. Yeah. <laughs> So, John, you were saying earlier, you know, that, that, that the missus is glad to be home and you're a little ah eh, because of all the things and stuff. But let me ask you, what what did you miss other than me and Kel, Raquel and I? Other than you guys, uh, the weather here is so much better than the weather everywhere else. So when we left on, in early October, it was supposed to be 80 or high 70s everywhere we were going, according to the to the weather app on my phone. That was a damn lie. It was 50s <laughs> really? everywhere we went. Oh, really? Yeah. So I had, I had these clothes. So I'm going from, you know, October to Thanksgiving. And so I had, I had warm weather clothes, but they were packed away because I wasn't going to need them for months. I'm going to Florida. I'm going to be fishing every day. You were in the South. Yeah. So by the time I get to New Mexico, it's cold. Oklahoma freezing. So I'm where I'm like, I'm not supposed to be wearing these clothes. I'm supposed to be wearing flip-flops. And then, uh, so yeah, so I missed you guys. I spent a little too much time in my hometown. Um, that was boring. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I I like seeing different things. You know, we went to New Orleans, and that was, it was interesting. New Orleans was very 
crowded compared to what we expected. Like, you know, mm. kind of November who's in New Orleans. It was just, a, there were a ton of weddings and all these people dancing around. Oh, but what was nice about New Orleans is they were like 80 something percent vaccinated and they checked your vaccine records at the door of all these bars. And I'm like, what are the people from the other side? Is that why there's so many people standing on the sidewalk? Because they haven't been vaccinated and they can't get in and right. shit, shit, let's go in. It's better than being out here or whatever. But it was, uh, yeah. it was well, kind that of is surprising. Yeah, it was, it was, it was kind yeah. of cool because everybody was like, you know, yeah, we're, we're all vaccinated. Like the locals were. So, I mean, no, yeah, it was nice. Oh, wow. Let's well, go. Well, it's probably, you know, economically they need to, they, they gotta, they gotta, well, I think I think they got hit really hard early on, and so they were kind of early vaccinators. So maybe oh. you know, before it got to be so political, because you know everybody's like, "Yeah, you should get vaccinated unless you've got some real reason." And you know everybody's like, well, "Politically, getting vaccinated is terrible." I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so when you got back, were you were you glad to see the the homestead? Were you missing the homestead? No, no. You know, we we rented it out while we're gone. And oh, um, yeah, how'd that work out? Did, you, you know, it worked you, out great. We have a. Do you, you have know, all your TVs? Do you have everything? Yeah, no, yeah. Every yeah, my you know my wife did everything, and she kept in constant contact with all the different renters. Like somebody stayed here over Thanksgiving and had Thanksgiving dinner here. What do everything. you do about what do you do about like your private papers and financial papers and that? Do you not worry about that? Um, we moved all the important fancy stuff and like my, you know, stand up base and tax records and things like that. We just moved it all into the shed and the garage and locked them away. Okay. So, uh, yeah. you know, did somebody steal a fork? Man, I don't know, but somebody left a really cool cork sickle wine bottle. So even trade, I guess. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, people, people, you know, they were just nice little families coming yeah. here to see relatives or something. No yeah. I, I would drive by and I would see who I would see a new car in the driveway every couple of days or a week. And, mm -hmm. you know, look at the license plates and see, oh, they're from, they're from Oregon. That's interesting. Oh, you know, that was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. People, it was mostly, uh, there was somebody that was, that flew in, but most people are like from, you know, the Bay area or San Diego. There's even some local woman rented the place like she i guess she lives in an apartment somewhere and so she oh, really rented it to have birthday with her family or something like that oh nice yeah. i see cool so it yeah. doesn't so it doesn't uh you know i'm sitting here trying to think what would it be like to have strangers in my house and then see, the great back. thing is i don't know what it was like i wasn't i was so far away no but know, then coming I don't know back they uh you know i mean we uh had the cleaning lady that cleaned up between every guest you know just wash all the sheets wash all the mattress covers watch all the mm, that's you know idea. cushion covers things like that but i mean I'm down all the counters and all that stuff yeah i mean you know they're just people i mean think about when you go stay in a hotel room that's you know i don't hundred thousand times more people ejaculating <laughs> yeah, in your bed you know <laughs> yeah that's that's what, that, that's what comes to my mind yeah <laughs> Thanks. I'll never stay in a hotel again. I stayed in a place, uh, was going to stay in a, a room in the Masters Inn in Greenville, South Carolina. We were driving back from somewhere. And my wife does not like staying in bad motels. Like I could stay, I could stay in a $25 a night motel. I don't, you know, what is, what is cleanliness? I don't care. 
<laughs> and so we pulled into this dump <laughs> and it's a long time ago. And she whipped back the sheets just to look at the bed. Yeah. It had been recently used for a sexual exploit. <laughs> and she's like, we're out. And we just turned around and left. And that was, that was that. Uh, yeah. See, now see, I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought, I wouldn't have thought to whip the covers back. I would have just slid in there and be like, Oh, what's this? Oh, you'd have slid. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me give you a list of things you missed while you, while you were gone. Please. Yes. What catch me up. Here we go. That's pretty much it. Oh, all right. I thought you, you missed were gonna, nothing. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about that controversial bar. Uh, oh, has, no. That has been closed for a long time that the the lady sold it. Chain link fence gone. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. Yeah. yeah. We had a just, we can't tell you all about it, but we had a, you know, popular uh, freedom bar yeah. here in our little town. And it was a big fight between people that loved freedom and people that, uh, I don't know. Loved living. To, yeah, didn't want to die. And uh, <laughs> silly. So now they, they like barricaded this bar and then they broke the barricades open. They turned off the water and power and they brought in food trucks and it was just, a, it was a stupid fight and the city had to do a bunch of stuff. And now the guy who, who ran the bar lived in Thailand. The son who managed the bar lived here and was probably an idiot. And then the yeah. ex-wife who owned the bar recently sold it to somebody else so now the whole kind of thing is dead but they the son and father are suing the city now really yeah good luck with that well on no, the what city grounds I, I don't know but the city always loses like you know you, really yeah the city the school board whatever i mean anybody sues them it's always a payout that you know our town has the worst lawyers i think we wow. don't have lawyers yeah they just hire people that yeah, they can't afford they can't afford lawyers. lawyers. They just get regular guys like me. This will be fine. Yeah. We'll win. I'll just tell yeah. the truth. What could go wrong? <laughs> I'm trying to think. We didn't, you know, we, there was nothing really going on here. I don't think we missed anything. You know, I mean, we. Uh, oh, how's your Thanksgiving with the girls? With the with the kids? Oh, children? great, great. Yeah, we went and uh, went to Sarah's place and cooked a big Thanksgiving meal and had a nice time. Mother daughter was there and. Well, that's great. Their, their cats and my dog and whatever. So, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Sarah's, Sarah's got a new place with, uh, she's been on the podcast before, so I can say her name. She um, she has a two-bedroom apartment with a washer and dryer. So, Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So she is moving up in the world, let me tell you. Hey, you know what? That's worth its weight in gold. Let me tell you something. Oh, yeah. No yeah. kidding. That's more I, than anything. I hate public laundromats. Oh, Wait, she had all of her, she had all of her clothes stolen one time. You know, like really? you, you plan to go back at one a.m. and get them, and then you just you don't, and you wait a little longer and go back, and they're all gone. And she's oh. like, oh. And so there was a big drive for it. Has anybody got clothes that you can give her? And then, so she got some Aww. good stuff from her friends and all because it was. I mean, it was seriously. It was like everything, you know. And then. She went back a few days later and somebody had dumped some of them back, you know, the stuff you don't want, like underwear and socks and things like that. So, um, wow. Now she can just, she can just wash. And what's crazy is she is, she's not a fan of the dryer. So like she has these clothes that she treasures. So she'll wash them and then she hangs everything up. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Clothes last longer than. Yeah, screw that. I want to just, I want them to be hot. Just, you know, <laughs> get really hot and I'll put them right back on. Hot and faded. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what makes, I mean, who wants dark jeans, man? Come on. You want them to get acid washed like hey, they I, used to be. My mom does the same thing. And I'm telling you right now, she has a sweater that I gave her in 1985 that she that's still, still that's still, still drying <laughs> it no it still looks brand new i mean it's like a logo on there i mean you just she just got it out of the packaging well like, oh, really? that, they they made things better i was watching some some news thing last night and it was saying how what every every day i don't even the numbers were just enormous it talked about how many billions of pounds of clothes we throw away every day and they go in landfills. Like you go take your, you know, you take a donation to Goodwill or whatever. They, they use maybe 10% of it. The rest of it goes into a dumpster. And then there are just because it's, it's dirty. It's old. They, nobody wants oh, okay. it or whatever. So, you know, they, sell it, they yeah. just get rid of it. And then there are these, Groups, and I don't know if they're religious groups or you know nonprofits or something, and they take all these clothes and they package them into enormous bundles and they ship them to Ghana. And it showed these ladies in Ghana just kind of zipping open these packages with a razor blade, and they just pop up, you know, women's shirts and men's t-shirts and things like that. And then it cuts to the street, and the street is made of old, dirty clothes. I mean, it's just like, it looks like dirt, but you can see as they're walking, like the edges of fabric are kind of pulling up. And then the beach is full of clothes. Just, I mean, and it, and it was a whole thing about how we, you know, every year we throw away 70% of what we bought, you know, and how whatever you're going to buy this Christmas, all of it's going to go into the landfill, you know, and mm-hmm. think about your, you know, your mom's sweater from 1985. Maybe we didn't buy as many clothes in 1985 and you know there wasn't a an h&m and things like right. that the gap sold levi's and whatever we just well i think also too you one if you found something you really like you know in my mom's case she didn't like it she didn't want to lose it right and also being frugal because you have to be right well why would i you know if i take care of this if i don't dry it it'll last me longer therefore i won't have to buy one it's not mm-hmm. about a landfill you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's right. doing she's doing the right thing. All everybody else, you know. I, yeah. I might say that our children may be guilty of uh, buying and ditching clothes on an annual basis. I don't know about you guys, but I would say I, so. I have one daughter that will buy her something. It'll stay in the closet for a while with a tag still on it, and then it will magically go to the helping hands for the blind or something like that. You know, shortly uh, after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clothes gross but, so what uh, else is going on guys uh christmas decorations so i'm gonna do, i'll tell you what yeah, I'm, I'm gonna today. do i will have two things two things for you danny uh one imagine my entire backyard covered in circus tent christmas lights i'm gonna i'm gonna rig up a thing and pull up a pull, pull a christmas wreath really high that is hiding a circular power strip and a whole bunch of uh, Christmas lights. So we're having a, one of her art groups is um, coming over here for a Christmas party. So we're going to do an elaborate light thing in the backyard. And then the other thing is I need to build a handicap ramp for my dog. He doesn't like going up and down the stairs anymore. Okay. So I got to figure that out. 
So I need to either find someone from, in the, from the backyard, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So like from, uh, from the That's door. That's pretty steep. It's, uh, it is four, steep, yeah. four steps. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he can go down them. Okay. And, and he can come up them if he, if he has a mind to, but he, you know, I think his back legs hurt and stuff. So it'd be a nice kind of thing to do. I just, um, Hmm. I guess I guess I'll just get a bunch of wood and nail it all together and see what happens. Well, I got to make sure it doesn't it doesn't become a little trampoline because he will uh, he will not like that. Yeah, but he doesn't weigh that much. What I would do is is it's going to be pretty steep though. Well, I just make it. I I got enough room to to make it long. I mean, you could I could do eight ten feet. Well, what I would yeah. do is I would just do four or three different ramps, right? just for one for each step and then him have him go over step over. So it's not a one big incline. So he would, he would, it would, it would be like a landing. So he'd go up one ramp, walk over then mm. go up another ramp and then walk over and then go up to the, you know, so you'd only need three ramps, man. He small. would never, he would never do that. He, he doesn't trust any stair. I what need do you to, mean? Uh, he doesn't the, the walking over and going up another ramp. No, that's someone's trying to kill him. He's too neurotic for that. So he, he just needs one, <laughs> One ramp. So I'm going to try to see if anybody's got some leftover lumber so I don't have to go buy brand new two by fours. And All right. Look at, I'll look and see what I got. I may not have anything long enough. That's the problem. All my long. Yeah, I thought I could just nail a bunch of scraps together and cover it with AstroTurf and make it look really fancy. Make yeah. it out of clothing. Right. <laughs> just oh, yeah. down a bunch of T-shirts. <laughs> Walk up that, you son of a bitch. Are you thinking the steep's going to be a little? How's he going to go up the steep? That, I mean, if you do it, I mean, unless you really bring. Well, it I mean, you know the the total the total height of the of the landing is probably thirty eight inches high or something like that. And so right. if I if I just run it out ten feet, that angle ought to be manageable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, it's funny when so he's an old dog. He's like fourteen. But when we were on the beach in Florida, he ran. I mean, he would just sprint joyfully down the beach. Yeah, he just, I mean, he loved it. I don't know if he was running to go look for a place to take a leak or something like that, but he we had to run with him. He was, and then we went to a White Sands National Monument, you know, on the way back. And, uh, you know, you, you get a little sled and you slide down the gypsum sand dunes or whatever. And he ran to the top of that. It was weird. He's got four-wheel drive, so he can get up there a lot better than I can. But, uh, yeah, he had a great time. I wonder if it's uh, the humidity. makes. That's him... what I was wondering. Does that maybe help his joints or something? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Or he's, or he's learned if I just complain a lot here, they'll do stuff for me. <laughs> Who knows? So when are you, what are you building all this stuff? When are you doing the, the, the circus? You know, Do you have enough lights? That's a lot of I lights. Went, I went to, I went to uh, DIY and bought. They have a great light they do. selection. They yeah. have they they're they're the best. I go to them now all the time. If but, I can. Yeah, they oh, have cool. this they have this thing where like you can you can just say, All right, I want a two hundred foot strip of big things and I'll just you can buy the the wire separately from the bulbs and I didn't do that. Really? Yeah. Like but if you had a kind of a custom thing you wanted to do, I want three hundred feet of lights. They got no a big kidding. school there. Yeah. How are you gonna tie it up on you gonna do it with a pulley? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just going to put it over a branch in the tree and have oh, yeah. a rope. How are you going to get up there? Oh, I'm, I'm not getting up there. I'm going to throw throw it over. Yeah, thing over. Yeah, come on. What are you talking about? I don't have a. I don't have that kind of ladder. No, let me know. But, I, uh, I got an extension ladder if you need it. So let me know. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think I have. I used to have a swing up there. You know. Oh, so you've done yeah. this before? Yeah. 
Yeah. So I've got, I've got some rope. I'm just going to tie What I'm going to do is pull it up and tie it off to the, uh, to the railing on the party deck there. And, um, that'd be great. And then in the summertime, when you don't want to do lights, you could do misters and you could have it rain in your backyard and have a little mister party. Ooh, dang. I haven't even thought that's super fancy. Yeah. And then you go out there on a hot day, you know, if you're not traveling the world, you know, and you go, cause I've got a guard, I've got a garden hose upstairs. I could just, I could just run it. Yeah. From and if up. it becomes popular, you could be known as Mr. Mister. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm quiet, but, but still water friendly. <laughs> Man, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. That's a hit. Folks, you w- waited 45 minutes for that one, and I'm betting you're really glad you stayed. And I'm exhausted. <laughs> oh, shit. I, my back is out, you guys. I'm, I can hardly walk right now. Hey, this has been going on for a while. You had this for you had this for Thanksgiving. Real? About a week, yeah. Remember what, Thanksgiving? You were mentioning a little bit. Is it is a that right? Is yeah. it a holiday stress? I don't think so. No, I think it just could be stress. But you know that feeling of. Do you guys have backs that go out? You do, my, Danny. Uh, yeah, once a couple of years. Mine, yeah, that's mine, like mine. Yeah. Mine hurt about mile four thousand two hundred and sixty-seven. Okay. <laughs> you need to Maybe get it was more. 68. Yeah. yeah, it was somewhere around there. I think that was uh Lake City, Florida. That's where it went. Yeah. yeah. But um you, you should walk more when you you know let the dog out to pee every every 40 miles, you know. You need yeah. to get out more. You know. Well, yeah. Kelly, what are you doing about your back? I mean, that's not fun. I just take aspirin and I let the bugger heal. It's happened before. Do you uh, do you have I do stretches? Shoes? I stretch and stuff. I, I, uh, different shoes. No, no. Cause I, I find sometimes like I get like a really weird pain. It's like, Oh, these let me change my shoes and get a little different. Oh yeah. Slant on things. Maybe you should go to a nude beach. <laughs> no, just do some, just do some yoga, man. Just kind of crack all that open. Yeah. I'm gonna, I do stretches that really helped yesterday. Oh, oh well. did, does it, does it spasm when you're not moving or is it only when you're no, moving? No, no. Just when I, like it, it, it catches, you know, I go there. So ah, like that, it's that kind of oh. call Dave. A, Dave knows. He goes out. Hot tub. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. A hot tub would be a good thing. Look at, look at, I'm backlit. I look like, I do look like Jesus Christ right now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Did I tell did I tell you guys about my uh, last time <laughs> I saw my cousin Marie? She's a, she's a big fan of the podcast and she had, and she had a, a mental, image of the two of you that did not jive with reality did i tell you that she no. thought that you yeah. she thought that you both she listened to the sound of your voices and she just imagined that you sounded like two people on uh, whose line it is anyway you know the drew carey version yeah yeah. yeah yeah and then i'm like no they don't look like that at all and i showed at a picture all. of the three of us yeah at ken's house or something like that i don't really know where we were and um she was like, "Oh wow, he, he does look like Jesus." And you know, like, oh, I, I never thought Danny would look like that. Oh, you know, so that's funny. There right? you go. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. You do get an image of somebody by their voice. You do, yeah. and and it's always going to be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> no, yes. it will. I mean, has it ever been right though? That's that's the one you got to like. You know, probably has. I mean, probably. I bet Buddy Hackett looks like he sounds. 
Okay, let's be honest. You're yeah, right. You meet, you meet him, and you're like, yeah, I get yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we're gonna get together. See you folks soon. Yeah, I'm around. Like I'm tonight, just, I'm just trying to. Um, I gotta, I gotta start finding a job. It sucks. What do you want to do? So I talked to this this woman that my wife knows last night. We we met her at the some art something we went to yesterday afternoon and she just got laid off from Warner brothers. And she was saying, you know, she's trying to find a job and, you know, I'm not going to complain about being a, a male instead of a female to, you know, get a job or whatever. But, you know, I'm like, yeah, of course women and minorities are getting callbacks and I'm not, but the, um, she said that a friend of hers got a brand new job at Microsoft and hated it. And every time she talked to her boss, she would hang up the phone and then, because they were all working remotely, and then immediately start job searching and, you know, had like 20 job calls a day or whatever. And she hated everything and they didn't want to do any of that. And then in her job search, she put in the word fun and different jobs came up and she finally found one that was great. I have no idea what it was, but it was like, huh, I have not used the search term fun, fun. or I don't want to sit in the white man's cube, you know, things like that. So wow. we'll see. What? Why not? Then why not enter the words like uh, <laughs> little work, huge dough. <laughs> it could. Yeah. That's, that might be great. You, wouldn't that be funny if that was the whole thing was like thousand dollars an hour yeah. call now and it's real. <laughs> and yeah. you get your water from home <laughs> on a new, what beach. do I have to do? You yeah. just have to proofread this book. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It'll yeah. take me a lot of hours. No, it's fine. Go ahead. It'd be great. Yeah. I, so. I've been hearing about jobs that people, you know, I obviously you, I'm going through a little situation as that as well. And people I've been talking to going, they're overpaying people that they want, that they really want. Oh, wow. And if you have a, if you have a skill set, right. And it could be anything as basic accounting, you know, whatever management, you know, facilities. Well, manage- crap. I don't have any skills. Well, bullshitting is one. I mean, I'd lead with that. Fun bullshitting. How's that? Bullshit for big dollars. <laughs> That's fun. Welcome to sales. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, I work yeah. at a new. I'll work at a nude beach. How about that? That'll be how about, fun. How about, and you know what? Get paid. <laughs> I could just get a burner phone and lie for a job. You know, like you know, make promises that whatever company I'm working for can't possibly keep, and then when it just gets so bad, just get rid of that phone and go to a new one. <laughs> Never call me. Hell back. yeah! Oh, did I tell you about the the latest with my fishing pole stand that I made? So um, yes, you, I did hear but go about ahead. the Bass Pro Shops thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the uh, that's exciting. Have, it is. It is very terif- cool. It's terrifying, and I think I probably won't won't be able to do it. Like they, I've been looking at all their requirements for how much liability insurance I need to have, and you know all this oh. kind of stuff. And it's like I will pay so much for the privilege of perhaps selling something on their website that there's there's no way I think I'm going to make any money. It's like you know three grand okay. three grand a year for insurance and a hundred bucks a month to hook up with their inventory system and i and i was thinking about you danny because i was like is there a chance that maybe i don't do anything with a stupid fishing pole 
stand. But if I spent all this, if I laid out this money, which I guess in the big picture really isn't, isn't that much. But if I laid out this money and said, okay, now I'm a vendor for Bass Pro Shops. And then I could go around and say, who else wants to sell some piece of shit to Bass Pro Shops? And I will, uh, I'll just run it in under my insurance and my hundred dollar oh. a month thing. And then, yeah, but I then your just, insurance is going to go up. Well, I mean, maybe it would, but if somebody had like products that made money and they paid me, yeah, you know, I could just right. be, I could be a middleman. That's how you, exactly. Make, that's how you, yeah. oh, right, right. And then I just need Danny's warehouse somewhere in, uh, you know, Lancaster. Yeah. L- like invent help. What's it called? What's that? Invent help. Well, there's, there's always down to it. Do you have an invention and you don't know what to do? Mm-hmm. Call us at Invent Help, and they, for a huge fee, they'll t- do it all, all for you. Kind of thing. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. You know, like that. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, you yeah, could like be uh, maybe more crooked than that. Yeah, but my question. Yep. Yeah. No, go ahead. I, had, I thought I had a joke, but I didn't. And no, it's gone. Man, rats. My question is though, John, why not? You know, continue selling the way it is. I mean, if you could keep. I mean, you can't mass produce unless you unless you go to Taiwan and, you know, or whatever and get a bunch made and just do it on on the Internet and say piss on your insurance. Well, I mean, I do. I do. I do sell. I do sell some. And and I guess it's originally I was like, wow, Bass Pro Shop said they wanted my fishing pole thing. And what a what a validation of my design ability. And I would say so. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And then as I look at the fine print, I'm like, ugh, they they want some, they want a real company. <laughs> somebody with <laughs> somebody with insurance and plans and an LLC and all, all that oh, stuff. Yeah. And uh so that's that's kind of just what's depressing about it. It's like you get you get your hopes up, like, wow, they were they were excited about my product. Yeah, like, yeah. This all sucks. I understand, yeah. yeah. But though it's, but- it's a little like like you see those ads on TV for um, are you a Christian writer? And you've written a book, right? And uh, we'll, we'll if you if you uh, send us this much money, we'll publish your book. You'll get an ISBN number. You'll get this, 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 all this stuff, and people go like, "Oh yeah, I know somebody that kind of fell for the poetry thing." Mm-hmm. I've been published. How much did it cost? Wow, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I just, I do think though that the mere fact that they reached out to you because they thought there was some validity or, 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 or that is market. validation. So, yeah. I mean, if you could John, figure out a yeah. way not to necessarily, okay, Bass Pro Shop may not be it, but you know, I don't know. You maybe, maybe you go to a local, you know, bait shop in you know, Tennessee and, and have well, five that, of that's, them. I mean, that's, that's, an, that's another thing. So when you talk to a bait shop, it's like, okay, I got this thing and it sells for 200 bucks. And then they're like, well, yeah, but we only want to, we want to buy it for a hundred bucks. And then you're like, well, it costs a hundred bucks. Okay. Well, Oh, then, then so you're, you're kind of giving it to them to sell the right. only way. Yeah. Cause my, I mean, what, what the hell do I know about business? Right. So, you know, there's, there's this thing about profit margin that I learned. Yeah. I, I, I called a, a buddy of mine that I went to college with and I mean, I, I, he and I kind of lost our jobs a few years ago at the same time. And he's, he knows more than I do about business and shit like that. And he has invented, you guys know the big green egg, like the, it's a charcoal grill. It's green. It's shaped like oh, an yeah, egg. Yeah yeah. 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 So it's super popular in the Southeast. Every, every gentleman of means owns one it costs about 800 bucks or whatever. Nobody out here has them. They don't sell them anywhere. I don't, I don't understand how that works, but, um, 
So he wanted to make pizza in his big green egg and it, you know, gets really hot. So it does a good, does a good job, but because you have to open the lid all the time to, you know, how's my pizza doing it, it? It's crappy because you're letting out all the heat. So he invented this triangular insert that goes in between the lid and the body and you can put pizza in and it works great. He sells them for 300 bucks each. And he told me he has sold thousands of them. Wow. And you know, I look at his website and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is really impressive. And he's, you know, he, he's giving me advice and all that kind of stuff. And he said, yeah, I, I was going to sell my product through Home Depot. And they had this giant insurance kind of requirement. And I couldn't, and I couldn't do it. And he's selling thousands of $300 items, right? So he's, you know, he can't afford that kind of stuff. And um, so, yeah, I was just talking to him about margins. And he says when he sells it on Amazon, he makes... 15% when he sells it directly, he makes 65%, you know, profit or whatever. So that's the thing I could, if I sold a lot on Bass Pro Shops, I could, I could stomach not making so much money, but yeah, yeah I don't, well, I don't actually have a lot to sell. Yeah. So if anybody's looking for a fishing pole stand this Christmas, it's a shame up. you can't find a, a, a manufacturer that could make it for, 40 bucks and you can sell well, it for I, I 99 think, yeah you know I mean? china well yeah, that's what I mean, i'm thinking so the thing the thing is i could make it out of cheaper materials i could make it in another country all that kind of stuff but at the end of the day i mean what i think whether it's 100 bucks or 200 bucks or 300 bucks you're either selling it to people that have money or they don't right so you're you go see who's fishing on the beach you know, they're fishing to get to get dinner right they've got They've got enough money to stick a PVC pipe in the sand. They're not going to do that. I need to find the lawyer or banker that's going on a week-long vacation to the beach, and they they don't give a shit how much something costs, right? And they'll just they'll do it. Yeah, so, yeah. But I bet if you couldn't find a way, you went like overseas or something to get it made for pennies on the dollar, and and use the same material, then the poor person would spend. Oh, I'll spend forty nine ninety nine yeah. for this. Well, I mean, I could, I could change, I could change the design to do all kinds of different things and, and cut the price down, and you know, there's that kind of stuff. But I like, I like the made in America part of it, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't really want to make it overseas or in Mexico or something like that. I, you know, that's it's kind of, that's kind of a good story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Is your anyway, we'll see. Expensive? Yeah, I wish I was, I wish I was smarter in business so I knew how to like come up with a price and figure out how to. Sell out. Well, you're just going to have to look for a regular job like the rest of us, okay? Ah, shit, yeah. Or yeah. go on Shark Tank. Yeah. No, if, you know, people said, oh, you should go on Shark Tank. Let me tell you, the last thing I want to do on this earth is go on <laughs> Shark Tank. The second to last thing I want to do on this earth is be in front of a camera. <laughs> no, we need we need to understand our our strength. <laughs> that, that ain't it. <laughs> I'm you don't not, have to walk. You just stand there. You don't no, have to no, walk. You got to walk in that door. Oh, but, wow. the, but the thing is, like, if I were standing in front of those Shark Tank people, and I've only watched Shark Tank like two times, uh, I would say things I would regret on on camera. They would they would have to cut my episode. And you would not sell your fishing pole. Yeah, they would. You know, they. But I mean, it would be embarrassing. Question: How many? You know, how many of these things do you have? Um, just this many. What are your total sales? A couple of dollars, you know. But do you have any? <laughs> kick you out of there enough? so fast. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't make it. I wouldn't make it past the, yeah. the thing unless the unless they're looking for a comedy episode. You know? I think 
Ah, <laughs> uh, well. All right. Hey. That's it for me. Hey, All right, gentlemen. We'll talk well, to you later. Glad we're yeah. back in the saddle. Yeah. Yeah. Be good. Good to okay. see you back, John. Yeah. yeah. Welcome see home. You, yeah. See you guys later. All right. Bye. Broadcasting from the media epicenter of the world. Tell me a tale.